want to talk about something that is very important to me and to who I am. So I'm basically going to be talking about how to listen to your inner curiosity, which is, an, in, which is a different term and statement to say, or to talk about the idea of how to find that thing that we know we're good at, but we kind of for, we have forgotten about, or how to find that inner talent that we're trying to find or so I'm basically going to be trying I'm going to be walking you through what I'm thinking and how I'm and how I'm thinking you can use this for your benefit. And again, if I'm saying something that is not right, that is inaccurate, please let me know. We're all we're all here learning together and of course, what I'm saying here, I'm sure there's a lot of mistakes. So, if there's something wrong, please let me know. The purpose the purpose of the video is just to share my perspective and hopefully you find it helpful so how to listen to your inner curiosity in other words how to find that thing that inner talent that you know you have but you just can't find so the first thing is that we make an assumption that we assume that there must be something inside of us that exists there must be some hidden talent that we don't know about and that assumption is basically the entire argument that we have over here. Again, how can we prove this? We can try to prove it, but it's, it's not super simple. So what I thought was about, how, about proving this would be in two methods, which would be a curse time. And I thought about, all right, how can I see this a curse time? And I remember reading something about how the Greeks always thought that, you know, in order to be successful, in order to be some something important you need it to know thyself to know thyself means having a really successful life so and you know they thought that in order to find ourselves we needed to read books meditate talk to people to find mentors and doing similar stuff to find ourselves and to find a hidden talent or how we like to think our, our inner curiosity and across and then across countries and across time, and I basically thought about this thing about the West and the East. The West is, you know, the United States where we live, where I live, which is, you know, we don't usually ask ourselves what's, what is our inner curiosity or what is a hidden talent. We usually go for the money. We follow money. We are disciplined and we just try to, you know, not do something crazy, but just follow the path in order to be successful and follow that dream that we're trying to pursue. And the ease is a little somewhat similar. You know, we follow the predetermined path. We follow, uh, they follow us, Tim. A lot of discipline, of course, and, you know, make money and not go too crazy. You just follow what is determined and, you know, go step by step. And then I have something here that is pretty important is that, you know, but going back to our, to our assumption is that it seems like the purpose of the, of the world in, in adulthood in, in general and combined is sort of as a, like the job of school and, and adulthood in the world is almost to suppress their head and talent and their, and their inner curiosity where we value more where there are incentives that we value more things like 
you know, just being mindlessly disciplined and not necessarily thinking about what, what we care about and what we intend and feel intent to do and follow our curiosity. Again, I'm not properly saying this, but in conclusion, basically, it seems like the school, like the, the good job of the world and the world in school and adulthood is basically to suppress the inner curiosity where things or creativity and thinking differently are not valued or not incentivized, which is could be another cause for why people seem to not find their, that inner curiosity. Great. So this is our assumption, which is a dangerous one because it's really hard to prove, but it's something that we can kind of move on in, and as we have more feedback, we can adapt and, and change. So once we have this, then we can ask ourselves, what is it that we're trying to to look for? What is our hidden talent? What is our inner curiosity? And what I think that is, it's probably a collection of genes and the environment. The genes which we already have are predetermined before we're born in the environment. The people who we talk to, who we listen to, they read the books we read, the people we follow on social media, and the things that we see on the internet. That's also pretty important. So, so I wanted to, so assuming that there are certain genes in our body that change how we think and, and assuming that we can find that head and talent there, we can take that idea from genes and, and, move, and, and move back and, and say, what is the science behind it? So, so I, I, I think, I believe it can be fairly can be fairly assumed that it must be somewhere in our genes, you know, of course, assuming that our genes do not change with the environment, we can make an assumption that this inner curiosity, this inner talent, hidden talent, comes from our genes. And our genes, of course, our biology, they think that we have inside ourselves that determine our looks, that determine how we look like, determine how we talk, determine how we walk, determine who we are in those genes come from our parents and our ancestors. So when we have the genes, then we have something about the paucity. So um, so yeah, so genes, that's that. And again, but we're born, we don't know. There's a lot of things in the world that we do and we try, but we don't really know what we're good at until there are feedback loops in place in the world. Let's say, so, so to have a genes, and then we have the positive feedback loop. And then once we get there, we go I'll give an example. Let's say that you are a kid and you're going to try out to, to be a goalkeeper and you have good genes and you have good genes of vision. Therefore, you're going to have a good vision and therefore you're going to be better at catching balls as a goalie. Then you're going to have a positive feedback loop which will cause motivation and that motivation is basically brains and chemicals in your brain, like dopamine, that motivates you to do it more. The more you do it, the better you'll get. Then we think that is our head and talent, that is our inner curiosity. But, you know, being good at catching balls isn't the whole picture because the world's more complex and more dynamic than just being good, therefore you'll be rewarded. Then we have something, the feasibility, which you call the feasibility of the world which is 
you know, testing against the world, testing against a, you may say, incorrectly money-based world. But in reality, the world is based on value creation. And this value creation is that if we create value, we attract things like money. Money just is a um, consequence of creating value. So when we, when we get to this value creation, we have two if states. So we have if positive, if positive, we keep going, we get better and we get rewarded and we create value. Again, the idea of value creation is something that we all come back later in a few minutes. And then if negative, it's basically, oops, sorry, try next time. And so it's basically done, then you can then you have to gonna you're gonna have to find something else to do. But I wanna come back to the idea of value creation. What is value creation? Creating value, creating things that exist in the world then can help other people. Things that other people cannot do that you do, or basically creating businesses, which is basically a way to arrange arrange and attract people in order to achieve a goal, or services or products, things that money can be traded. Money isn't a thing, money is a, a way to exchange value between people and it's easier. So money follows value. And to create value, when you create value, you get the money. And then many people, so many people run this, you know, a simplified cheap version of this model and many people do not see this picture correctly which is you know people shouldn't work for money people should be working to create value in order to help society as a whole and then if we're able to find our inner curiosity or inner value then we're able to close the gap between labor and talent and we can create a better economy a better world where we can focus on our talent and create a good, a, a good cycle of talent in that world. So after talking about, after talking about these big ideas, then we can talk more about what we can do, what we can do with this knowledge that we've learned. And the first thing that I, that I would say is just that we have to try many things. We have to try many things and you know, kind of testing our genes with the positive, with the feedback loops, testing what you can do and, what, and, and seeing, just experimenting, because then you'll see how your genes, add. you can see what genes you have in order to go into value, in order to go to the cycle and get to develop creation. The next thing is that, you also need to be aware of, of or bad forces like following prestige or following money and things that just lead us to a sad, unhappy, sad, depressed life. Things like just having wanting what other people want or studying what other people want to study or studying what we think is going to be valuable and not necessarily asking ourselves what we actually are good at or what we actually, our genes and our feedback loop and our environment force us to be good at that thing or made us to be good at that thing. Again takes a lot of self-reflection, a lot of thinking, and this thinking is, it's tiring, it, it makes you, you know, it drains your energy, but again, it's something that's important, something to think about. The next one is, again, feasibility, 
equals money. Money isn't equal to value creation, but value creation is equals to money, which is a way what we use to exchange our value easily. And then number four is basically, you know, reflect and think, try, try to find role models, think as people and go live your life. And again, there's always gonna be some type of randomness, but thinking about the things can lead you in the right direction. And the last one is that I simply may be that wrong on what I'm saying. Who knows what I'm saying? Am I right? Am I wrong? I don't really know. And again, that's why I urge you to you know, write a comment or send me an email or whatever. It's easier for you. How I can improve this model of what I'm thinking about that world. So we can make another video or something and you know improve my thinking of what I'm thinking and you know encourage a, a positive and, and a more intellectual life of, of young people. So to recap, to summary, basically the thesis of what I'm saying about how to find and listen to your inner curiosity, how to find that hidden talent is basically number one is genes. I think there's probably a 60-40 relationship of genes, 60% of your environment, 40% of how you are able to, you know, to know what you're good at and to know to experience things and try things in order to go in your life and seeing what kind of genes you have in order to apply them in the real world. Number two, positive feedback. So once you have the genes and you have experience, you're the world's gonna force you to try the things and seeing what you're good at. And then you're gonna have feedback loops that will determine what you're good at and what you're not good at according to the feedback loops. Again, this is really important that I mentioned this, is that, you know, as long as you put the practice, as long as you are able to putting the time in the work, you're gonna be good at anything you want. Again, depending on, on the genes and depending on a lot of value and on the factors, but generally, we're probably gonna be able to do that. Number three, when you have positive feedback loops, and probably, you, I hope you had good, a good environment, then you're gonna have the motivation to keep doing it. And the more you do it, the better you'll get, similar to the idea I mentioned earlier. Number four is the feasibility, which is the real test against the world, against this world that is based on value creation, the more value we get and create the more money we get and the more we help society. Simple idea, again, most people don't quite get this idea, but it's important to understand and to see the world more accurately. And then number five, like I earlier said, I may be wrong, and if I'm wrong, please let me know. So that's it, this is just what I'm thinking and I encourage you to think deeply about the world, to think deeply about things that matter to you, and things to think deeply about your life, and to think deeply about things that may seem trivial, but the more you dig, the more you go, the deeper you go, the, you, you will realize that things are not as trivial as they seem, and you will realize they're highly, highly non-trivial, and you may find interesting things that could be helpful for people in the future and people who may 
the two people who may watching who may be watching this video. So I hope it's helpful. And again, let me know what you think I'm wrong or, or how, and how I can improve. Thank you so much.